Gemini, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. Check out your tarot card reading for the week over on Born Without Boundaries Tarot. Guys, this is a, a very impactful week. And yes, there is a specific group of you especially that is going to be majorly impacted. But what we're going to do in this reading, Gemini, is we're going to start really, really broad. Those things that are going to impact all of us, not just Geminis, but all of us. And big things like that don't happen all the time. They happen to be happening this week, but they don't happen all the time. So usually where we're going to start out is with the things that are going to impact all Geminis, and then we're going to get more specific. So we're going to analyze the major planetary transits and aspects um, that are all interacting with your natal sun. Now, I don't know where your natal sun is, but you do. And if you don't, just go get a natal chart. They're free. You can just Google them. Get a free natal chart and find out which degree of Gemini your natal sun is. You know that you're a Gemini because you know your birth date, right? But what degree is your natal sun in in Gemini? So for those of you who are between 0 and 10 degrees Gemini, you are decant 1. That's decant means a group of 10, the first 10 degrees of Gemini. And if you your natal sun is positioned somewhere between 10 and 20 degrees Gemini, you are decant 2, so Gemini 2s. And if your natal sun is going to is positioned somewhere between 20 and 29 degrees Gemini, 29, 30 degrees, whatever, uh, Gemini, you are um, going to be decant 3. Um, so, 29 degrees. So, it'll impact you differently. Let me just put it this way. There's a big difference. There's a, almost a 30 degree difference between those begin, born on the uh, Taurus cusp and those born on the Gemini cusp. So your natal suns are going to be interacting with the same planets, but in very different ways. You know, there's a big difference between a sextile and a square. And so knowing where that sun is positioned, just hearing Gemini isn't good enough. Knowing where that sun is positioned is going to give you more specifics as to how you're going to be impacted by those relationships to other planets or planetary bodies. So uh, let's start broad, guys, because there's something big happening. I did a daily on it yesterday. And please go ahead and subscribe to the channel because then you can join our daily astrology chit chats, just live chit chats about astrology, but they don't happen all the time. But especially when big things are happening for that day, I need to get on here and talk about it with you guys. Now, Ju uh, Pluto. This is big. Like, people made a big deal about Saturn moving into Pisces. And it is a big deal. That was a big deal because Saturn had been in its native domiciles for almost six years, right? And then Pisces is completely different energy for it. And it's a pretty big move since Saturn stays up in each sign for about three years. But you know what's really big? Pluto. Because Pluto defines an era. E-R-A. Era. Or generation. It defines how that generation of people that's born then is going to impact humanity. The changes that they're going to make to it. It is a generational planet and it defines a generation. Where it is defines that generation. This is Pluto and Aquarius. We haven't seen this since... Uh, I don't know when it left Aquarius, but it went into Aquarius 1778, which was two years into the American Revolution. And it was, wasn't just American revolutions that were happening at, at that time. There were a lot of revolutions or rebellions going on because people wanted change. They didn't want to be dictated by 
would have become status quo, which was aristocracy and monarchical or empirical um, rule, right? They, they didn't want that anymore. They're like, no, 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 we will educate ourselves and govern ourselves. And that started to like ripple. There was a ripple effects. That's Pluto, baby. That's Pluto. Changing the way human beings want to live or be humans. So how will it impact us this time around, almost 200 some odd years later? I don't know. I think it's got to do with technology that's going to like burst our eyes open and make us realize, you know, we're not alone in this universe. And that may sound a little woo now, but Aquarius likes to surprise y'all. And Uranus has been sitting in Taurus just changing all kinds of traditional systems for quite some time. I think it's the past three years. So I would not be surprised at these surprises that are going to head into our way. What I can tell you definitely, Gemini, is that Pluto moves with a heavy foot and a big old stick. And you will feel when Pluto moves. And <clears throat> so to tell you last time, last time Pluto moved was into Capricorn, 2008. Within a year, our financial structures were decimated. That's when the financial fallout happened. Uh, guys, Pluto doesn't make subtle moves. So this is going to be a global shockwave. And um, how is it going to impact you? Well, that's a good question. Let's start a little broader first. And then we're going to get into specifics, into the decants, and how all of this is, is, is interacting directly with your natal suns okay mercury it's something that you should always follow because mercury is your ruling dignitary and wherever your ruling dignitary is will change your mentality and mercury moves pretty quick the only thing that moves quicker than mercury is the sun um mm, the sun might be actually a little slower than mercury and the moon which changes every 2.5 days and everybody loves to make fun of us poor cancerians for being moody no, our ruling dignitary is changing zodiac energies every 2.5 days, and you become where you are. So you have to know where your ruling dignitary is. Now, your ruling dignitary currently is in <clears throat> Aries. Um, I got to tell you, that's a very quick, quick mentality, very pop-offish. Um, not necessarily angry, but definitely aggressive kind of way of thinking and talking. It's not deep talk. It's not deep thinking. Is quick decision making. It's uh, innovative in, in a lot of ways. It's like, yeah, I'll try something new, like thinking in different directions, um, being more physical when you communicate. So it's important to know how how your ruling dignitary changes and each zodiac sign it's in. Mercury this week is going to be interacting with a lot of other planets. Through the course of this week, and this week goes from the 23rd to the 28th, of March 2023 for all of you um, Mercury is going to conjunct the Sun it's going to conjunct Chiron It's going to conjunct Jupiter toward the end of the week and by the end of the week it's going to be in a semi square to Saturn which means ah rules and regulations kind of a stubbornness right especially when Mercury is moving quick and thinking quick uh, a little frustration. A semi-square isn't going to be that big of a deal, but it is going to cause a little bit of frustration with Saturn in Pisces that might not want to make up its mind or be defining itself that well right now. So that could just cause a few irritations for you guys, especially a certain row of you, because that's later when it's conjunct Jupiter. So um, understand that conjuncting all these energies 
is going to kind of give you a burst that when it conjuncts the sun, it's going to be like confidence. When it conjuncts Chiron, it's going to be learning, wisdom, uh, growth through suffering, like, or how can I help others, or wanting to say something to stick up for other people or help, help them in ways so they don't have to suffer the way that you did. And then Jupiter, expansion. Being heard, letting everybody hear what you have to say, your mind growing, expanding, broadening, being curious, foreign languages, you know, being interested in different cultures. I mean, this is like a growth spurt over the next week for you, for Mercury, which will impact your mentality. Now, Mercury by Wednesday is going to be sextile to Mars. Mars, who was in Gemini for the past like nine months, is out of there, out of there on Saturday. Mars moves into Cancer. So for those of you who had Merc Mars sitting on top of your natal sun, those of you born at the end of Gemini, it's now moving into Cancer. The very end of Gemini season, Geminis, the ones on the Gemini Cancer cusp, your natal sun will still technically be conjunct to Mars, but not for, not for much longer. Uh, by the end of this week, it'll be very, very loose conjunction. And then into next week, it'll be, it'll be done. Mars conjunct the sun just makes you a little bit more pop-offish. And with Mercury and Aries conjuncting the sun, <laughs> that could make especially you guys, Gemini 3 cuspers, really pop-offish. Like rushing into things. Speaking very quickly, very sharply, and very confidently so it could work out for you. It couldn't. Might be a crapshoot. <laughs> Probably a lot of fun but powerful, powerful and confident, taking the lead, going into a conversation head first. Um, I actually mean literally head first, not actually using your intellect, just an FYI. So let's break it into the decans and go into more specifics. Gemini one, so those of you who are born or have your natal sun, basically it's, um, it's May Gemini's for y'all, especially those of you who are born like May 22nd, 23rd, 24th, you guys are conjunct, or I'm sorry, you guys are trying, your natal sun is trying to Pluto as it comes into Aquarius. Bam! You guys will get that impact. Trying is a really nice, it's like almost like it's going to work out for you. Whatever Pluto is like wrecking might actually level things and even things out for you. It'll cause a kind of tranquility. So this kind of destruction or disturbance that Pluto will bring will actually even out the scales for you guys. Uh, that's a blessing. So you better count your lucky stars. Pluto's going to be in that position for quite some time, at least a year. So you guys are going to be having that trying to Pluto for a while. And, and as Pluto goes deeper into Aquarius, um, <clears throat> As Pluto goes deeper into Aquarius, um, more of Aquarius 1 will be impacted. Whew. Aquarius 1, you are also square to Saturn in Pisces. So that's butting heads or finding challenges when it comes to laws, rules, regulations, paperwork, restrictions, authority figures. This is irritating, but at the same time, it is educating. So if you look at these challenges as learning curves, you won't be so frustrated and you'll actually realize that you're making a lot of progress by what you're learning. It's Saturn and Pisces, this is all new ground. So it's got a lot to do with patience, you know, cause it's like, there are no walls in Pisces and Saturn is a wall. So it's like trying to figure out, 
I think that there's just some sort of ambiguity there that's going to hold things up. But ultimately, patience is the major lesson that you're going to have to learn right now, especially with authority figures who are a little bit out of sorts or with rules, laws, and regulations that seem to be in flux. But you are also sextile to the sun. So overall, not a bad week because sextile to the sun brings opportunities for notoriety, for public recognition. It brings opportunities to shine and be confident, opportunities to have more courage and to be courageous and to be seen as such, leadership, all those things, man. Good shit. I'm telling you, blessings, overall blessings. And that whole Saturn stuff, just learn patience and get ready to see this as an educational experience and it won't be so bad. Gemini twos, y'all got a lot of sextiles. This is good stuff. You're a sextile to Chiron, sextile to Jupiter, and you're a sextile to Mercury until the very end of this week. So you have a lot of opportunities coming at you to grow, learn, and really be inspired by information, knowledge, or something that somebody said to you, even if it sets you off, to grow and expand and find progress. Find a way to move forward and grow yourself and get out of your comfort zone. This is really a movement time for you. A lot of growth. Um, maybe even speaking or learning a foreign language that sort of bursts your possibilities open. Uh, Gemini 2. This is just a lot of opportunities this week. Lots. Maybe especially in that foreign language realm or especially if you struggled, struggled learning something. There is that sense of being empowered because of that struggle and being the one that helps to break down walls, opportunities, jobs, progress. It's yours. Being able to be heard by a larger crowd. It's yours. Gemini threes. Very end, the very end. Gemini's on the cancer cusp. You guys are still conjunct Mars. I mean, which will give you that pop-off nature. The sun conjunct Mars is very pop-offish, reactionary. It like, It's very physical. It's got a lot of freaking energy. Please control it or it will control you. But you guys have been dealing with this energy for a while. And the fact that Mars will change. Mars will change when it enters Cancer. So it might frustrate you a little bit because it's been in Gemini, which is sort of a native mentality to you and then all of a sudden it goes into cancer and it's like which wait why are you going what do you how are why are you moving that way so it might be a little frustrating just fyi at first um i think you'll adjust but you know water doesn't move like air does uh, actually it doesn't move as fast as air does it moves it moves very very much like air there are currents that are just the same but i don't but it because it moves at such a different rate because it has such a different impact. We don't think it's moving in the same way, but it really is. Um, Gemini 3s, by Wednesday, you're going to be sextile to Mercury. So toward the end of the week into next week. And we'll talk about that next week. But sextile to Mercury means you've got a lot. It's your ruling dignitary. You've got a lot of confidence and strength to say what you need to say opportunity to be heard. This is a great time. Sun sextile Mercury, great time to take a test. Great time to, you know, be interviewed or apply or, you know, present your ideas. They'll come out real clear. This is really nice energy. It's an opportunity for you. 
you guys are still square to Neptune, but you have been that way. It's just, it's not, it hasn't changed. So there is sort of delusion, slowing down, dreaminess, but also creativity. So once again, it's a square. So all the challenges that it's posing to you, those are my dogs, I'm sorry. All the challenges that it's posing to you are also opportunities. So what can you learn from Neptune? What can you learn from the dreams? What can you learn from the creativity? Don't take it as a distraction. Take it as inspiration. And then you can really turn it into opportunity as well. You guys are also trying to Saturn, which means you're in harmony with this flow. With it, It's almost like Saturn, Neptune is driving you crazy, but Saturn isn't rushing you. It's slowing down the law process, the paperwork process. So even though you might be a little bit more confused because of Neptune, Saturn being there now is kind of like, okay, but you know what? Take your time. We're not going to rush you. So that's actually a blessing because you've been dealing with that Neptune crap for a while. Saturn being trying is going to kind of even that out, balance that out for you. And then I did mention there's a quincunx between your natal suns and Pluto. Especially those at the, you know, very, very, I would say very, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pluto. So, okay, this is how I explained it. You ever seen Star Wars? Yeah. Um, start New Hope, where Obi-Wan Kenobi suddenly goes, <gasps> when he's on the Millennium Falcon for the first time, and he's like, it's when Alderaan explodes. There's a disturbance in the Force. You guys are going to feel this. You're going to feel these powerful shock waves on the ocean that your boat is riding on. And all of a sudden, an ocean that looked clear, you'll start getting boom, 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 hitting the front of your boat. Like, slow down because you can't compete with Pluto. And those shock waves are going to keep coming. So just understand, even if they set you back a little bit, you don't want to wreck your boat. This sense of there, it's not going to happen to you directly. But you're going to feel the shockwaves of whatever Pluto is wrecking and decimating to make room for a new way. And it's going to send shockwaves and you're going to feel them. It's going to, it's going to slow you down a little bit. It's going to cause a little bit of frustration. You will feel there's been a disturbance in the force. You may not know what it is, but trust it. Because it's Pluto and there is absolutely a disturbance in the force. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this week. You know there will be another reading next week, so please do subscribe to the channel. And that way you can join our live chats as well. I can't wait to hear your voice. Please do come over to Born Without Boundaries Tarot to check out your week ahead tarot card reading. We get a lot, we get nitty gritty over there. We get a little kinky and dirty over there. And we'll see, um, yeah, we'll see what comes out. I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week.